0: I want us to think a little bit uh, from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 21. What if your country had a king? What if your country had a wonderful, good king? that's what the Lord has given us in our Lord Jesus Christ. And Matthew presents him as the king of Israel, our Messiah. Stephen, you can hear me okay, right? Okay. Okay. Matthew presents him as the king of Israel, and here in chapter 21, many of you may have been looking at this recently, uh, we have the presentation of the triumphal entry uh, right before uh, the Passover and the crucifixion and the resurrection of our Lord and Savior. Jesus, first of all, fulfilled the messianic prophecy of Zechariah. And in verses 4 and 5, we read, all this was done, the specifics of coming in on the animals, uh, the beasts of burden, uh, all this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the prophet, saying, tell ye the daughter of Zion, behold, thy king cometh unto thee, meek, and sitting upon an ass, and a, and a colt, the fall of an ass. Notice that it says, behold, thy king Cometh unto thee, the king was entering Jerusalem, the the long awaited prophet, the long awaited king of Israel, the Messiah. And secondly, when the people are crying out to him, in verse nine, the multitudes that went before and the and that followed cried, saying, "Hosanna to the Son of David!" Hosanna to the Son of David. And it appears from the words in this particular uh, scripture passage that uh, it's most likely a reference back to Psalm 118, where the original Hebrew in verses 25 and 26 say, Hushia na ana or Hoshina ana. You can see the sound of Hosanna, which is kind of a shortened form of that, which means save now, I beseech thee. Psalm 118.25, Hoshanna, save now, I pray thee, I beseech thee, O Lord, O Lord, I beseech thee, send now prosperity. Blessed be he that cometh in the name of the Lord. And that's what we have uh, in, in this and other passages that, that refer to this triumphal entry, and what the people were saying. They were asking the Lord to save, to prosper, to, to bless this king and the kingdom, and, and, and uh, bless his people, Israel. And third, Jesus came in the name of the Lord, in the name of Yahweh, the great I Am. And John even mentions that they were also saying, the king of Israel. Hosanna in the highest to the king of Israel. Blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord, just like Psalm 118 says. All of this means that Jesus is the king of the Lord. He's the king of glory. He's Yahweh's king. He was the appointed one, and he is the appointed one, to save his people. So uh, I want us to think very quickly of what a king does and then what we should do in response. What a king does First, he guides his people to their blessing. He guides through, in this case, his word. He protects and defends his people. He saves them. Uh, third, he judges. He liberates the just from the oppressors, the, uh, the oppressed from the uh, wicked. And so Jesus is doing this for us. And what we must do, is we must trust our king, trust in our good king. We have the best of all kings. Uh, we must submit to our king. Everyone, of call, of course, in this world is called to repentance, to repent and follow our king, submit to him, even the sufferings that, that he has planned for our good. And we're to thank our king. Thanking and, and uh, gratitude should be a part of our prayers, our prayers should be full, not only of petitions and confession, but also gratitude and thankfulness to our God. And fourth, we're to follow and obey our King. So let us pray and work. I love what uh, Stephen brought out a while back, that when we pray for something, <clears throat> we ought to be also willing to work for it. We need to pray and work Trusting that God will use uh, us as He sees fit, as He pleases. Pray and work for the guidance of His church. (coughs) Excuse me. Christ, our Lord, as our King, is guiding His church. That is, uh, how does he guide his church? He guides us through his word. He guides the world to himself as the word is proclaimed. And so we're to publish the truth. And we're to combat falsehood, which is the devil's trade and his tool and his specialty. So combat the lies by publishing the truth. And of course, that's the word of God, but also in every realm, we seek the truth and we combat the lies. Uh, secondly, promote Christian learning. He guides his people, he disciples his children, he disciples our children as we teach them, as we educate them, uh, teaching them all things from God's perspective. We should be seeking to, um, um, you'll have the, uh, everyone, disciple. That's Christian education, and that's what the children need in our world. <coughs> to learn to, to look at all things from God's perspective, from the perspective of his, of his Word, of the King's Word. And we're to pray and work for protection. Jesus is out, uh, is, is busy protecting His people and defending His people, and we cannot add to God. But we can be used in his service to protect others, to defend them um, or for their defense, working for their defense and salvation as the Lord uses us uh, in, in, in serving him and in his word. We should pray and work for attendance upon true worship and faithful preaching, not only for ourselves to be there to hear it, but also for others to hear faithful preaching. And pray and work for justice and deliverance of the oppressed. He's our judge. And he is busy delivering the oppressed from the oppressors. (coughs) So we too should work for God's uh, judgment upon the oppressors when they are not repentant and if they do not repent. So just two other things. Um, Remember, the enemies of the church are the enemies of Christ. They're the enemies of our king. If they're enemies of the church, they either need to repent and be saved like the Apostle Paul on the road to Damascus, or uh, there ought to be judgment to deliver the church and the people of God and the innocent, the just, uh, from uh, through the grace of Christ, of course, uh, from uh, the oppression. And we cannot allow the free preaching of the word of God to cease in our world. We must be the instruments of it and we must protect it. And we must seek the liberty for the preaching of the word to go on, because that is what Christ as our King uses for the salvation of souls and for the edification of his church and the blessing um, of all of us as his church. So let's pray for these things. And let us pray. Thy kingdom come.